I just like the music that you like to listen to. Spawn has an in-your-face attitude, a take-no-prisoners, a hard-hitting kind of feel to it. I'm Todd McFarlane. I created Spawn five years ago. And he's a character that lives in the shadows and lives on the edges. But he's also something that society as a whole doesn't understand. And just like good, hard-hitting music, society doesn't like to endorse the kind of products that we're about to put out. But Spawn's something that if you can't quite comprehend it, then you either need to get it, get it fast, or get out of the way. And this is his attitude. This is his music. So stand aside so those of us that are into it can enjoy it. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. What's up? Yep, and, and we are back again. And, yeah, this weekend we got news after news after news. Normally we have to, like, scrape up stuff to kind of talk about, to kind of fill up a whole hour. This stuff we have got loaded up, overloaded with so much shit. And, like, the last 48 hours we kind of had to cipher through what we're going to talk about and what we're not going to talk about. And some stuff we just want to just talk about anyway. Because, of course, you know, this weekend we had the San Diego Comic-Con 2017, uh, Marvel and DC, and plus some independent comics showed up and they dropped all kind of trailers. The thing is about uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, it's barely even about comics anymore. Yeah. It's almost like a, a entertainment expo and things like that. They kind of just re- unveil all the new stuff coming out. It was just so much information. We're going to try to break down like the most important things for it. And yeah, uh, Eli. Okay. So I know you brought this to my attention. And the first thing we're going to talk about before we actually talk about the other stuff, we're just going to get this out the way first is that Todd McFarlane made an announcement. And apparently Spawn is being made. Now, normally, we say, oh, yeah, no shit. Every month, he always, every time a superhero movie comes out, he says, guess what? Spawn is coming. Another Spawn movie is coming. And at this point, I stopped taking him seriously. But <laughs> apparently now, yeah, apparently now he's saying, no, I'm being taken seriously. He was on, a, uh, I guess, an Instagram video with, with Kevin Smith. I don't think Kevin Smith has anything to do with it. I think Kevin Smith was just there. But he was saying, yes, he signed a deal with Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse uh, started Get Out. Uh, Eli, who else did he do? They did like Insidious, yeah, Get Out, like Paranormal Activity, all the all the the, the all the horror flicks, the recent horror flicks. They're like the big horror house of, of as of Got late, you. yeah. Okay, so they're, they're the horror house now. So uh, McFarland signed a deal with them, and Eli, please tell me I heard this wrong. Did Tom McFarland say he's directing it? I heard he's directing it. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's the only. Thing that raises my eyebrow. I mean, I was really excited about it. Hey, R-rated Spawn flick, and it's supposed to be a horror flick, and it's being produced by Blumhouse, and blah blah blah. But and it's directed by Todd McFarlane. Then I was like, oh shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, why, man? Why? Now he's directed like, some of his his the old cartoons, like his old animated film uh, show. 
He directed some of those episodes. But you know, what? I, I can I can let that slide. I can let that slide because a lot of those shows, those cartoon shows, were like almost mimicking the the comic panels. So yeah. technically, being a comic artist, you kind of are a director in a, in yeah. a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as far as like yeah, co- com- yeah, composing the shots is all one thing, but you know, working with actors and getting down the dramatic beats and all that shit that takes that takes some practice and some finesse, you know. And as much right, as I, right. as much as I love Sin City, the first movie, you know, and you know, then Frank Miller got to direct, you know, some of that shit. My one thing I didn't like about Sin City, and that's a great movie, I love it. I mean, it's my one nitpicky is that it was so fast paced. You know what I mean? There, there, but there was no, there was hardly any of that emotional weight that those comics have. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just so fast paced and it just ran through them stories really quick. That it didn't give you time to breathe on any of them. Really, you know, those emotional moments and all those, because that, because those comics are so full of dr- drama and emotional weight. And I felt the movie just rushed through it all. You know, and that's my only thing. So I'm, I'm worried that Todd McFarlane isn't going to have that, you know, that, you know, ha- ha- that theatrical sense of, of drama and working with actors and stuff. He's like, oh, okay, just plant you here and. You know, like George Lucas, faster, more intense, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Oh, the day. We're, we're, we're 2017. We're comparing Todd McFarlane to George Lucas. <laughs> That's who we are now. How did, how did we get here? <laughs> so, but at the same time, I kind of, I almost kind of understand Todd McFarlane's, guns, you know, point of view of why he's gun shy to give it somebody else's hands because we've already had a Spawn movie before. And you can almost say that Spawn movie almost kind of killed Spawn. Because once that movie yeah. ended, it was kind of like, yes, Spawn was kind of it. But wait, didn't the cartoon come out after the movie? They came out around the same time, right? Or maybe the cartoon came out like a I, year I, or two before the movie. I, I, think. I, don't, I don't know. I think I think the cartoon came after. Uh, like like completely after like the like it debuted after the I don't know. I, I got I'm gonna look the movie. I'm gonna look I, this I, stuff I'm, up. I, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. While you looking up, I'm gonna continue and just filibuster monologue for the rest of the time. <laughs> so yeah, but for the for the time being, I can understand why McFarlane is kind of gun shy to give it in other people's hands because, like I said, he had he gave he gave the movie to other people in the past, like back in the '90s. They completely shit the bed, and it kind of killed his franchise altogether. Because a lot of a lot of maybe some of you new listeners don't realize how big Spawn was in the '90s. Spawn yeah. was the '90s. Yeah. Comics, cartoons, anything—it was Spawn, and it was everything else. It was like Marvel and DC was like, "Whoa, this yeah. guy came out of nowhere. We have to mimic what they're doing." Yeah, and we got so we got to kill Superman. The stuff, some shit. <laughs> right? Just to keep up with what they're doing because Spawn came out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's the funny thing about because Image to me in the '90s for the most part sucked. They were fucking terrible. It was just everybody was. Either X Men ripoff, uh, Avenger ripoff, or, or whatever ripoff with big guns, big titties, a Wolverine ripoff. But Spawn was was different. Like yeah. it was actually like well written, and he actually got he actually hired like real writers for a time. Like uh, I think he got the criticism like, oh, Image Comics suck. Okay, you you suck. Okay, I'm gonna kind of call up uh, Alan Frank Moore. Miller. Yeah, yeah. I'm Frank call Miller. Up Frank yeah. Miller. Yeah. Uh, C- Cerebus. Who who did, who did Cerebus? Dave. Dave. What's his name? Oh shit! Fuck. I forget. Yeah, fuck. I'm forgetting his name. It. He he wrote the best story out of all of them. That's the fucked up part about it. 
but I can't remember his name because he had Cerebus in the comic with them also. Man, that's that that panel is my favorite panel of that comic book. It was when Spawn and Cerebus were walking through this this dungeon, and they saw the creators um, on the left side. They were all tied up, bags over their head. They were tied up by the companies on the right side of the panel of the cages. You had the superheroes' hands locked up in the cage. And they were, and Spawn talked to Sarah, but he was like, why, why are we free? And why are they locked up? And they're saying, because, because our creators own us. Their creators don't own them. And that's why they're <laughs> locked up and we're free to do as we want. I was like, that's like the deepest shit I ever heard in a comic book before in my life. You know? And from a Spawn book at that, I was like, that's some deep shit right there about ownership and, and having yours and selling your soul to the bigger company and stuff like that. I was like, it, it made, it made image seem, make, made sense at the time. I was like, wow. Yeah, and so, Spawn and Spawn was like a really deep, tragic love story. Like that, you know, during for that time, you know, it was like this guy, like it was all for love. You know, he fell, <laughs> he was doing it all for. Well, well that, and that's, that's another thing I want to get to. Here's the thing: Spawn was not a hero. Yeah, and what I mean, like not a hero. I'm like not like a anti anti hero, or he didn't know. No, he was a fucking villain. Spawn was a villain. Here's the thing. He was a cold-blooded assassin. He yep. died. He went to hell. Yep. He sold his soul to the devil mm-hmm. to come back. He is the he is a villain. If he was in Marvel, he was in DC, he would be a villain. It was just no way. So basically what Tom McFarlane was doing was telling the story through the eyes of a villain because Spawn was fucking evil. Mm-hmm. He was a hell spawn. He was a demon. Yeah. All for But at love. the same time, he... <laughs> <laughs> all for love, but it was like yeah. that love was a chance to bring him back. That was it. So I was like, "Wow, that's some deep shit." Oh, then and then, uh, I, we were running off way because I wasn't yeah. trying to make this a Spawn podcast. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll come back to Spawn later on. <laughs> and, and 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 oh, and just for your, for your information, the movie and the cartoon came out the same year. So ah, that, yeah. Now we, we'll never know the answer to this. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess so. That means they did production at the same time. I guess we can make some kind of big launch, or whatever. But anyway, I guess I guess it's a tie, you know. Uh, moving on there before we get into like Comic Con, like real Comic Con stuff. Uh, Eli, we have a new Creed movie coming out. Yeah. Now, yeah, now let me is. ask: Did you did you see the last Creed? Oh, I fucking love that movie. Holy shit, that movie oh. was way better than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it titled. It, I mean, it, it felt like a a continuation of the Rocky franchise while still being a Rocky franchise while being its own thing. It was kind of like a metaphor, metaphorical. What's the word I'm looking for? Just meta. It was just meta overall. Like it was a reboot. Cre- it totally, yeah, it totally rebooted the series and made it work. You know, <laughs> it made it work. And plus, the movie was trying to stand on its own while still carrying on the legacy of the old movies, which was. In fact, Creed was trying to do in the movie. You know, Adonis Creed was trying to do in the movie. I was like, you know, if you look at it that point of view, the movie, like the character itself is a representation of the movie. And I was like, man, that's some deep shit, everything yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And Sylvester Stallone bring it back, and it felt more realistic. Like, okay, Sylvester Stallone's not going to be the one guy that trains this guy for this big-ass fight. No, he's going to get a crew in, which, that you know, that makes more sense and more realistic, you know. And, you know, Creed went through the same journey as Rocky did. Spoiler, he loses the fight, but he wins in spirit, you know. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, and it was funny because it, it, it even makes you rethink of 
Apollo Creed in the old movies because they paint him in a different light. Not just a bad guy like a woman or stuff like that because you hear those stories about athletes all the time. But just the fact that they were saying that he was this great fighter and nobody could take him down at one time. But eventually the thing that beat him beats all athletes and it was time. Yeah. It was just like when, when a, a Rocky came along and he fought Apollo, he was basically past his prime. Yeah. I beat him. Yeah. And, and you can see that because, and Apollo kind of acknowledged that through each movie, he was getting more and more past his prime. And here's the thing about, uh, Rocky Four. A lot of people say Rocky was an asshole because he didn't throw the towel. You know, throw the damn towel, you know, but there was a reason he didn't throw the towel. Rocky was seeing Apollo getting the shit beat out of him. He grabbed the towel. He picked up the towel. was getting ready to throw it. Apollo looked at him. Now, I don't know if he said no, but you can look at his eyes. He said, no, do not throw that damn towel. He was like, if I go down, I'm going down right now. This time I'm going to go down. Because if I can't be a fighter, then there's no point. There's yeah. no point of any of this. Yeah, he wants so to go Rocky, out on his shield, yeah. Exactly. That's how yeah. it was. So Rocky looked at him, and it's almost like Rocky understood it. He was like, damn. And Rocky almost understood, like, eventually what happened to a, a Creed is going to happen to me. Because yeah. he, would, he had this conversation in, the, in his uh, – his game or whatever like that, he was like, we're warriors. We have to die in battle. That's how we are. We can't live like this, you know, in luxury and flying robots and stuff like that. That's not how we live. We are warriors. Yeah, and he was almost going to throw the towel in Creed. And, you know, and Adonis was like, no, don't. I got to, I got to, I got to prove that I'm not a mistake. Oh, that, oh yeah, that, that scene, you know, I got shivers when, when that, that, that last, that last round and shit. Rocky gives yeah. him that pep talk, and and then he stands up, and the Rocky music starts playing. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of my favorite, one of the best movie moments ever. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, now, it was the funny thing about it that, yeah. Now the funny thing about it that I was kind of shocked that there was going to be another Creed movie because, uh, because when the movie. <laughs> And I feel like I'm going to a, a political rant right here, but fuck it, I'm going to go there anyway. <laughs> uh, it seemed like when the movie got so much praise, it seemed like Sylvester Stallone was the only person winning Oscars left and right and awards left and right. And he didn't thank anybody from the crew. Like, he didn't say, I want to thank my director. I want to thank him. He was like, no, it's all about me. Rocky was great. I was great in the movie. And it was like, okay, so all of them did this movie and Sylvester Stallone is getting all the credit? Like, not the director, not the star? not So... And you can blame that on the Oscar so white thing. I don't want to go there, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, hey, just want to put that out there. That's why I was kind of surprised that, you know, they even make it a Rocky 2. And if they do make a Rocky 2, Ryan Kluger will even come back. I don't think they confirmed him or not, but he definitely has some, some bad blood with Sylvester Stallone over that shit. Cause he basically feel like Sylvester Stallone hogged all the spotlight over basically all the hard work he put into the movie. Like basically Sylvester Stallone didn't even want to do a Creed movie. Like Cougar talked him into it. Like he didn't yeah. want to do the movie at all. So and he's and I heard Stallone is writing the script for Creed two. So right. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, we didn't even we didn't even talk about what's the whole point of talking about Creed. 2. Yeah. Why are we yeah. talking about Creed two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got sidetracked. So apparently the villain of Creed two is going to be Ivan Drago. Yeah. Like, not Ivan Drago's son, not his nephew, not his daughter. No, fucking Ivan Drago. Oh, like. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I, like at first I kept thinking the sequel. Okay, it's gonna be his son, and he'll get revenge. Like, nope, it's gonna be him. So, yeah, when I heard that. I was like, okay, now you I, have my attention. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess for a movie, it, I guess it works, but 
you know, I watch fights, you know, and Ivan Drago is going to be an old man. In his fucking <laughs> Have you seen Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, but still, I mean, when a, a, there, there gets a point where where a fighter gets to a certain age where he just doesn't have it anymore, and uh, I'm, I don't care how big your muscles still are. Uh, I seen, I remember when Sugar Ray Leonard got knocked out by Camacho. That was some sad ass shit. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, fighters just. Somebody say something about Larry Holmes. You know, Larry Holmes was the top of his game, and Mike Tyson just just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, you know? Muhammad Ali. Speaking of Larry Holmes, Muhammad Ali was how old? Sixty something when he got knocked out. By? <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the thing. You're gonna get an old man to fight little Creed, and he's gonna get his ass whipped because he's an old man. So it's like, uh, yeah. But, but, but let's 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 be honest. Let's be honest. The Rocky movies take creative license. We know this because most of those movies, none of them are ever blocking. They just take haymakers to the face from round yeah. one to round 12. Like, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah, it is just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was hoping it was going to be like, yeah, either Drago's son or maybe Drago's prodigy or something. Because there's got to be right, a like scene. Like, trained him, right. Yeah, yeah. there's got to, I mean, there's, I mean, the movie, there should be a scene where, Creed faces Drago, where they just talk. Like, what the fuck are they going to say to each other? I mean, that right there that, just intrigues me right there. You know what I mean? There right. could be a now, actually, what, of, I would, what I would have thought would have happened to Drago, because we all know Drago was on the juice. We know that. Yeah. So I would have thought, yeah, so I would have thought he would have, like, it would have caught up to him. Like, at the age he is now, it would have caught up to him. You know, He's all roided and out, maybe, raged and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he would have, like, uh, Creed would have had a conversation with him, but at the same time, you know, he's in no condition to barely even move, and, you know, he just talk it out, like, like why you killed my dad and all this stuff like that, you know, just have a good conversation with him, but, you know, and, and it's really no reason to fight Drago, because Rocky already beat him. Yeah. Like, Rocky already avenged his death, so what, his son is going to avenge his death also? Like, he's already been avenged. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll we, we'll see. I, I'll be like, like, I have, I have faith in Sylvester Long right now. Yeah, I'm I more, I'm more interested. I'm more interested in the conversation between Creed and Drago instead of a fight, because I know how that's going to turn out. <laughs> you know I mean? Right, but that's the, that's the Rocky movies all the time. Anyway, the the drama of the Rocky movies always more more inter- more yeah. I guess engaging than the fights anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. So. That being said, I guess we can move on to the actual podcast. I guess we're going with the intro. <laughs> yeah. So we can actually talk about uh, what we normally talk about before we get to the good stuff. We're going to talk about the box office. And I'm loving the summer box office numbers because they always get more insane the the more they go on. Like, like if you would have – like, Vegas can't bet on this stuff right now. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> For instance. Well, number one is kind of pre- – not no, number one is not even predictable. Uh, number one this week is Dunkirk, so yeah. kind of ex- you know kind of expected. Really didn't expect it as Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, Eli, did it's, you see it? No, I'm kind. I kind. You know, I want to see it because I like like I like dogfight. I'm really into like the, the the old school dogfights. You know, World War II dogfighting. You know, before yeah. everything went computerized and digital and missiles can. You know, lock on your signal and all that shit. When dogfighting was a lot, had a lot more, uh, you know, the the, the human uh, instinct had to go along in with it. You know, so I, I kind of want to see it because of that. But as for as far as Christopher Nolan, I'm not really a fan of his because his movies tend to but drag Christopher out. Christopher Nolan or, is the god of movie making. 
That's what they say these days, yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's what I heard, you know. And, and, and what's selling me on this movie is that it's under two hours. So I'm like, wow, really? A Christopher Nolan movie that's <laughs> under two hours? Okay, I might see it then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll probably do it like every other Christopher Nolan movie, just catch it on HBO and Netflix or something and then judge myself. Like, I, I, did, I did that with uh, Inception. I waited. But Interception was fucking awesome. Don't, don't get me wrong with that. That movie was funny. I, I was like, damn, I should have waited for that shit. I should have watched the shit in the movies. That shit was awesome. But then, I'm sorry. I didn't think it was awesome, but okay. Oh, man. Inception was awesome, man. I, I, me personally, I thought Inception was awesome. But I may be in the minority of this, but I thought Interstellar sucked. I never haven't seen Interstellar. I, I thought that movie sucked, man. I, right, I, you, I know some people told you it was like the greatest movie ever, right? Yeah, people. For what it sounds like, people telling me about it, it sounds like a long, drawn-out, boring episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> That's basically what it was. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, well, fuck, I'll watch Doctor Who instead. <laughs> right, because I got shitted off my penny. I was like, Interstellar suck. So when I said Interstellar suck, some asshole going to start pulling up Rotten Tomato numbers and IMDb numbers at me like, what are you talking about? I don't give a fuck about those numbers. I said the movie sucked. Why do I care what Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb says so like that? If I said the movie sucked, the movie sucks. Yeah, it's so, like, okay, three-hour space movie directed by Christopher Nolan. Nope. Not one gonna... <laughs> I'll pass. That's, <laughs> that's all I needed to do. Now, hear. don't get me wrong. There were some awesome moments in those three hours, but the entire time, I'm like, come on, man. Can I see really? them on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't see them on YouTube, man. <laughs> I'll just do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now moving moving to number two, and this is kind of shocking me, but not shocking me. Uh number two is Girls Trip. Number so, two? Wow. Yes, number two. Girls Trip. Is that? So, is that is that Queen Latifah or whatever? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I I'll be I'll be honest with you. I'm that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, if, I, if my hands wasn't full right now with, with a mic, and I know this sounds kind of weird, but anyway, <laughs> I'll be clapping right now. You know, clap, 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 because, man, look, Hollywood keeps underestimating movies with people of color all the time. Now, am I going to see Girl Strip? Fuck no. Girl Strip <laughs> is not my movie. But at the same time, my timeline was filled with women going, oh, it's Girl's Night. We're going to see Girl Strip. And they will feel... And they went out and went to support the movie. That's what I'm saying. Hollywood, stop ignoring, you know, a, a specific demographic. Stop making this type of movie over and over and over again and ignoring the other type of movie. It, it's, it's been known to show that if you have a, a, a lead with, a, you know, this person of color, you'll make more money. Like some people say that's the reason why Star Wars made as much billions. You know, you had uh, what's the guy's name? Talking about uh, 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 Black Stormtrooper? The Black Stormtrooper. Yeah, whatever his name is. Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's that guy. Okay. I'll be honest. I'm not really a fan of him. I'm like, he's whatever. But the point is, having a Black Stormtrooper did get black people interested in the movie. They probably, if he wasn't in the movie, they probably wouldn't have seen the movie. So when you don't do stuff like that, you leave money on the table. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Fast and the Furious. I think that is one of the reasons why that movie is so popular. Yeah, because they have so many people of colors. But first off, Vin Diesel and Rock, nobody knows what the fuck they are, you know. So they're like, <laughs> uh, they, they, I be Mexican, they, I don't know, black, Chinese, I guess, whatever. I go see it, you know. So they see themselves in that, and I think that resonates uh, worldwide. Also, they're going to see that because they do feel like they're racially ambiguous. You can see yourself in it. Then you got 
uh, Ludacris, and you got Tyrese up like that, and it makes everybody feel like they're part. They feel like they have some kind of reputation on this, so they'll go see it. It's not mm-hmm. just, you know, seven white guys and one white chick, you know, like the Avengers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and everybody just have fun and watch it. You know, everybody feels like they're inclusive, and I feel like that is why the movie makes a billion in and a billion out every time, it, you know, it comes out. So that's just that's just my opinion of it. Uh, Hollywood, pay attention because you're going to see stuff like this happen more and more. Uh, and number three, I'm about to make another rant because you're going to see this stuff happening more and more. Number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. Number uh, three, huh? Yeah, I guess it's what, the second week out, third week out? It's third week out, right? Yeah. Okay, third week out, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Marvel's flagship character. Like, the the character, it's basically their, it's basically their Superman, like, super, or their Batman or whatever like that, and already number three, that's kind of Kind of disappointing, you know, especially getting beat by Dunkirk and Girl Strip. You know, you think Spider-Man would be a little bit better than that. Oh, uh, Eli, is it time to panic? About Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, it's just a joke. I think it's just the summer. You know, if the, if Spider-Man came out like in the fall or some other time, I think, you know, you know what I mean? I think people are just, you know. Go to see other shit because there's so much shit to see right now. You know? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to give it one more week. I'm not going to panic this week. I'll panic next week. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have a whole rant going right there. Uh, number four, we have War for the Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen that yet. Eli, I know you've seen that yet. I haven't listened to your Geeks Have uh, podcast yet. I have it downloaded. let's do it but i just hadn't got a chance to i was listening to uh 21 savage i don't know (laughs) whatever but uh yeah i mean like i said it's still hanging in there it's not doing great numbers but the war the planet ace movies never really like were blockbusters or you know box office mega monsters and like that but they did respectable numbers you know so that was cool you know uh number five debuting is let me see what the fuck is this movie uh, Valerian and the City of the Thousand Planets. That was on. That was number five. That's number five. Yeah. Okay, so that that bombed then, I guess, right? That's yeah. Bomb. It did a it did a whopping <laughs> it did a whopping seventeen million at the box office. Yeah, that's Luke Besson's epic, his new Fifth Element movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Now, see, this is the flip side of what I was talking about. Okay, I'm going to rant again. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go. <laughs> this is what it is. Remember I just talked about how we had Girl's Trip, you know. Oh, and the funny thing about Girl's Trip is that, remember, we just had this exact same movie last month. What was the name of it? Oh. oh Rough Night? The oh, Scarlett Johansson movie. It was yeah, the same fucking movie. <laughs> with white chicks. The same, yeah, but it was white chicks. <laughs> it was the same fucking movie. So why did that movie bomb and Girl's Trip uh, succeed? Hollywood, pay the fuck attention. <laughs> and uh, Valerian, the same thing. Number white people in space. Yeah, whatever. You got some alien stuff like that. We we get it. The aliens represent people of color. We get it. We know that. <laughs> yeah. We're on to that. We hear. We see this shit now. We didn't see this shit back. When George Luke's making the shit, but we see it now. We we so we're not gonna see this shit. We don't care. Give us a reason to watch this shit. Otherwise, it's just some more space shit we don't care about. Anyway, moving on. Six through ten, we got Despicable Me three. Still dropped down. I thought it was gonna be better than that. Anyway, Baby Driver still haven't seen that. Probably want to see that. Big Sick. I don't know what that is. Wonder Woman is dropping down. I'm gonna come back to Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman is still 
uh doing pretty good. It's I mean, even though it's down there for what it's doing, it's still doing pretty good. And number ten is a uh, Wish Upon. That's the that's that horror flick. It's a horror. That's movie. a horror flick. That sounds yeah. like a Christian movie. <laughs> yeah. I take my church to go see this. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think Blumhouse made that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So anyway, let's get back to Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman is actually putting up numbers, putting up numbers on the board. So right now, Wonder Woman worldwide is at seven hundred seventy-nine million. It is at right now, domestically speaking, the eighth highest comic book movie of all time. Uh, and it is good. current. Yeah, it is. It's still about a hundred million away from from uh, what's the movie? BBS. Probably won't catch BBS, but that's okay. It's right on the heels of Deadpool. It's about to catch Deadpool worldwide. It's already beaten Deadpool domestically, but it's it's about to catch Deadpool worldwide. That's pretty insane for Wonder Woman. So it's still putting up numbers, and you can tell because when we get to the uh the, the DC section, you can see that Wonder Woman is kind of prominent in that movie. But we'll come back to that. Uh, let me see box office numbers. Anything else I want to talk about there? Pretty much did everything I want to do in the box office. So yeah, some slobber knocking numbers. Uh, Eli, what comes out next week? Anything major comes out next week, or is this kind of like the the tail end of the the summer? Is this the lull? I don't know. I think I think so. I mean, there's nothing else. We had a shitty Transformer movie. Uh, all the rest of the comic movies come out in the fall. So yeah, August is like the August is like the catch up breather month. Yeah, I mean, but we got one more week in July. Yeah, I'm not sure. So I guess that's. Yeah, so I guess the numbers are gonna get pretty shitty. So yeah, but I guess for the next two months I'll probably just skip box office. They'll probably be shit for the rest of the month. But anyway, <laughs> but we'll we'll go from there. Uh, I guess now we can actually move into San Diego Comic Con territory because we got a lot of shit that was able to uh that just kept hitting us every day. It kept more stuff going on. These hour long uh uh conferences and interviews and things like that. And it was it was awesome. First thing I want to talk about, we're going to talk about like the pretty much the Marvel side of it. We'll talk the DC side later on, but as far as the Marvel side of it, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, Eli, let's talk about the Thor trailer. Thor, okay. Yeah, that shit was fucking awesome, right? It was awesome. Yeah. I kind of I wish they didn't have another one. And <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean, I, did, I, I was thinking that too until I got it, and then I was yeah. glad I got it. You know, but then I, I felt the same way about Guardians too, and then I thought they were giving away too much of the movie. Then it turns out I was like, they, they did it. So maybe they, maybe, <laughs> there's a lot more in this shit that they, that's still in there. So. Well, it, it's a difference between Guardians two and Thor. Well, I think because Guardians two really didn't have a plot. It was kind of like they gave you the plot in the first fifteen minutes. They kind of just sat around not doing shit, and then the whole action seemed to end. That was the movie. Pretty much. Thor feels like it's got some shit going on. First, it it gave it got me hyped for the movie because it gave me a talking Hulk. Yeah. And for some reason, and here's the funny thing about it: when I watched the movie, I'm sitting here watching Hulk and Thor have a conversation. And at first, it didn't hit me. I was just like, okay, yeah, Thor's talking. Then I just had to think about it. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a live action movie. Hulk is talking. Yeah. In complete sentences. This shit has never happened before. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, because I've, I've been reading so many fucking comic books that this shit is normal to me. This yeah. shit is not normal. Yeah, and I heard people bitching about what the fuck Hulk is talking. I'm like, Hulk has always talked. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only time he doesn't talk is in the movie. It is in the TV show, the movies, and the only reason because in the TV he show talk- they thought it was stupid. Yeah. He talked in Avengers. He said puny god. 
You know, yes. Pewdie God and Hulk Smash, and you know, little stuff. But he never actually like really talk yeah. talk. You know. Yeah. He, so he, to he hear can him, do that. Yeah, that, that's that's what he always, matter of fact, he's like, and that's the thing. See, the the and I keep forgetting this stuff that the movie audience only knows Hulk one way. Hulk smash, yeah. Hulk smash. That's all they know. Yeah. They don't know how how deep and layered Hulk is as a character in the comics. Like, fancy, he has all these different personalities. He's been a mobster. He's been gray skinned. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mister Fix It. Oh Mr. yeah, yeah. Joe Fix It. They don't. They know nothing about that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. They know nothing about the Professor Hulk. You know, like he's just like fuck, fuck. Two year, like talking like a two year old or a toddler. No, he's fucking Bruce Banner's mind walking around like the Hulk, you know, Ooh. but we'll still fuck you up in a minute. You know, that that's my favorite version of the Hulk, you know. Yeah. So, but when we ever see that version of it, I don't know. I'm keeping my fingers crossed, stuff like that. Now, a lot of people are confused on why Hulk is uh, talking in this movie, and Mark Ruff- Ruffalo actually broke it down why he's talking. This is what he said. Basically, after the events of Age of Ultron, when Hulk got away, Hulk basically never turned back to Banner. He stayed Hulk. Yeah. So he's been uh, he's been Hulk the entire time. He went to Sakaar and all this other crazy stuff like that. So that's been about two years, roughly, in the Marvel time. I don't know if it's if, – I guess it was, uh, Age of Ultron was three years or two years ago like that. So he's been Hulk and nothing else but Hulk for two years. And since then, his mind has been able to grow and evolve, and that's why he has the brain and the vocabulary and the speaking skills of a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. And that's why he can talk in the movie because he hasn't turned back to Hulk. So yeah, and, and I'm I'm sure Banner's influence is starting to come through a little bit, where he can, you know, that he's able to talk, you know. Right. But, now, because yeah. in the in the Planet Hulk story, it was the same way also. But like I say, in the Planet Hulk story, Hulk is talk like a two-year-old. In the Planet Hulk story, Hulk was fully functional. He's intelligent. And basically what happened was he was like Banner and Hulk had like an inside talk in their mind. And Banner was like, look, I'm not going to survive here. You're going to survive. So I tell you what, I'm going to let you have the driver's seat. You can just access whatever you want to from my mind. You can just be completely smart like that and go. Cool. And that was it. Banner was gone. And it was just Hulk walking around the entire time. So basically Hulk being intelligent is my favorite Hulk. I don't like dumb idiot Hulk. It's fun for a time. But how many movies did we have? Like five, yeah. six of these movies? How many times are you going to have Hulk doing the same shit over and over again? Give yeah. us different Hulks like we have in the comic books. Like yeah. fans and know. And again, we, we were little – remember, we were little kids when we were reading that shit. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know. Hulk, gonna, it, Hulk it, running away from puny <laughs> ant people. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to jump to oh. Florida and then fight, you know, whatever. And then jump to Canada and fight the Wendigo. And jump, <laughs> and, jump and that was space. the story. Yeah, jump into space and fight Modoc. <laughs> he did that shit. How did he jump into space? He did that shit. <laughs> he, he's like every issue. He jumps somewhere and he landed and he fights somebody else. And that's yeah, it. Fight you the know? army and, it was, and all this. Yeah, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we just want to see him just smash shit? Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, fun fact. Everybody loves Groot, right? Groot was originally a Hulk villain. So oh, and okay. he just showed up in a Hulk and he was doing a whole I am but here's the thing, he did he did the whole I am Groot shit. Hulk like ripped him in half or set him on fire or some shit like that. Whatever. So basically technically that's not the same group. The group that Hulk killed was a group from that group planet. So the group and the Guardians of the Galaxy is basically like uh a teenage group or whatever like that. So not the same group. But basically, you know, Hulk fought a group before or anything like that. Yeah. Anyway, 
we can move on from there. Well, there was some other little tidbits we want to point out. Uh, we saw Fenris. Am I saying it right, Fenris? I think that's how you say it, yeah. Fen- okay. Yeah, Fen- Fenris. Um, yeah, there's a band called the Monomarth, and that's all they sing about is Norse mythology. You know, Fenris oh. twins with jaws oh. open wide. <laughs> Did you learn all your Norse mythology from rock music? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what little <laughs> bit we I know about Fenris, I'm pretty sure that's in the comics or in North Italy in general. That's Fenris. Uh, that's a uh, Loki's son. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how they're gonna explain that. Uh, yeah, twins. Even Loki had twins. I know he has twins. I think they were both wolves. Yeah. But Fenris was the father of the wolf. I don't know. Uh, you know who would know about this? Eric. Eric. Shout out You're to right. Eric. Eric would know about Shout this shit. Shout out to Eric. He would know this shit. Because <laughs> we're lost as fuck on this shit right now. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, there was uh, at the very, very beginning of the trailer. Somebody pointed this out to me earlier today. There's like a little totem pole. There's like a totem that Thor is flying to. And they and you if you look closely at the totem, like if you zoom in, some idiot zoomed in on it, they're making out faces of people. Oh, of like, I, the game, like the game mask. And apparently these faces are, if I remember correctly, off my head. Okay. One of them is supposed to be Beta Ray Bill. Oh, like no the face, shit. Like, supposed to be, yeah, like, like I, the I grand didn't even see this. Man. Yeah, it's I, supposed to be like the, like the very first frame. It's supposed to be like the, like the totem of like Grandmasters champions, you know, like the people that won the tournament before. So you got Beta Ray Bill, they saw one. The another one is Man-Thing. Uh, wow, no shit. Yeah. Man-Thing? Uh, yeah, Man-Thing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a thing. He exists in the MCU, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, but I thought he was from Earth, though. Oh, well, I, I mean, Hulk is from Earth, too. You niggas snatch people. I, wait, I wait, it's the MCU. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. You yeah, know? I saw. Yeah, it, 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 like, they can snap a finger. He's no longer from God Earth. God damn you know, it, it, Ego. What did he do now? <laughs> right. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Ares. Uh, yeah, okay, not, yeah, not the DC. Not, not the DCU is Ares, yeah. Right, not yeah. the DC Ares. The, the Ares and Marvel. The one, if you read the comic book, Century ripped in half. So, uh, don't know how they're going to do that. But. That's interesting if it's Aries because that would basically kind of confirm that other pagan religions exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Besides, yeah, just like in Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, not really. We, because we did – okay. And, and DC is Greek mythology. It's just that. Uh, Zeus made everything. So in Marvel – we got Norse mythology. So everybody should just, you know, just worship Thor. You know, we don't have, like, Jesus is not an Avenger. You know, just saying. You know? <laughs> he should be, <laughs> he just, though. <laughs> he should be. You know? Oh, wait a but, minute. Uh, that, that, that's the vision, right? Vision yeah, Jesus. Right, right. Uh, robot Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, and But like I said, but now we have Ares. So Ares, basically the Greek god of war. And if Ares exists, then that means that Greek exists, and North exists, and yeah, who knows? You know, we'll see. Maybe they just threw that shit in. We don't care. I thought it'd be cool if they had Hercules, but I guess Ares is more recognizable than uh, Hercules. Anyway, the last guy is the Bi Beast. The who? Okay, the Bi Beast is another Hulk villain. He's a a beast with a head on top of a head. So he has two head, not 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 beside each other. They're on top of each other, and they talk. I That's why I... you don't know who he is. They kind of they kind of left that guy alone after a while. 
plus I can see how his name could be kind of non-PC in 2017. You know. <laughs> but but so would Man Thing yeah. also. So Man Thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, try to think what else was going on in that trailer. Uh, just this awesome shit going on. Uh, yeah, Hello, Hello still looks dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm loving, I'm loving Hella, loving Hella. Uh, they show some other scenes of Skurd. It, it kind of almost looks like Hella is kind of like a. Oh uh, yeah, a, a, I'm out- seeing this. I'm seeing this thing right now. This picture of the the the, the totem pole thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they post it up there. So you got the Bob and Man thing and all the stuff like that. So yeah, it almost feels like Hella is kind of com- a combination of Hella from the comics and Enchantress because Enchantress used to run around with you know Scourge and Underworld also, well, not Scourge Underworld, but Scourge also Executioner, you know. So they're kind of making them one character, which I'm cool with, no big deal, because they both had the same color scheme and kind of had the same powers anyway. So that's pretty cool. Oh, uh, trying to think what else did I see in there? Hulk smashing shit. Loki, we know Loki's uh intent in the movie, so he eventually is going to team up with Team Thor, you know. Well, Fenris, um, in Norse mythology, Fenris like actually kills Odin, like right, like, like he, that, he like he starts Ragnarok, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the old poem because they, they're all poems, like they wrote like prose, you know, the Vikings, and yeah, these are all like songs and prose, and according to I think. And 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 to these songs that I know, I'm on a mark. Yeah, they, they, he he kills. <laughs> you don't know the poems, but you know the songs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Thor, Odin's son, protector of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me thinking like Stanley and Jack Kirby just learned wrote all the comic books just to listen to yeah. rock songs. You know? Yeah, Guardians of Asgard. Should that be our? Should that be the outro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Guardians of Asgard by Amanda Barth. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But uh, some other things I want to point out. Like I said, we have oh the very last scene that fucked me up. Oh, Surter, yes, Surter. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, they they're going there. That really. But I hope it's not another Dormammu situation where you know he's just in there for like five seconds, Hulk beats the shit out of him, and then he leaves. No, I won't. I won't Surter. I won't, you know, I want to fight. Yeah, yeah give yeah, me all the, that shit, you know. And yeah, versus, versus fucking. But but I kind of think that's going to be all tied in together because you remember in the last trailer, like it looked like Thor was in Muspelheim. Am I saying it right? I don't know. Eric, uh, if you're listening, correct me if I'm fucking this up. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, think that and and, the, and that band, Amanamar, they have a, one of their albums was called Surter Rising. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so everybody in Norse mythology has a rock song. Okay. Basically, yeah. It talks yeah. about yeah. I think it's about. I think it might be about Ragnarok. It's all about the war of the gods and yeah. And yeah. You know what? You know what? This gets me hyped for the new God of War uh uh video game. Oh yeah. Man, the whole oh, thing is about Norse mythology. Man, I think uh they even had one of the trailers where he's fighting the Midgard serpent. I'm like, whoa. Like that's supposed to be the end, the end of everything, but we'll see how they go from there. So that that looks fucking awesome. Uh, it looks like they're they're digging in deep. I feel like the other two Thor movies were kind of scared of Norse mythology. They kind of de- dipped their toe into it. Where this movie, yeah. they're like digging in, like, no, we're going full Norse mythology and shit, which what they should have been fucking doing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like like lean into this shit. Well, you Ragnarok know? is basically the end, like their apocalypse, basically. The Viking yeah, yeah, you know, like the, the book of revelations and things yeah. like that. So, 
it, it's it's fucked up that they got this shit right at the end of the world, but you know whatever. <laughs> better late than never. So anyway, that's pretty much it for uh Thor. I guess we can move on to the next section. And now here's the thing: I didn't watch this. I re- I refuse to watch this right now. But Eli, oh, you talking about? I did watch it. You did watch it. <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk about Infinity War. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Eli, now this is what I want you to do for me. I didn't watch okay. it. Go ahead and break it down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anybody who didn't see it, you might want to. You want me to like, spoil fa- it? Fast forward. <laughs> it. Fuck it. I don't care. Just spoil it for me. But if anybody that hadn't seen it, and well, because they're, they're snatching them down left and right. Like if you look up the same sites and YouTube links they had before, they're gone anyway. So yeah, fuck. and it's just this is stupid. It's like this is what I was looking forward to. Like I was looking forward to this all week. Oh shit! Infinity War trailer. Infinity War trailer. Fucking Comic Con. Blah blah blah. blah. And. They didn't fucking drop it on anywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't, right. get, I didn't get to see the Punisher trailer like they said they were going to show. I didn't, they, they, they showed that at Comic-Con. Yeah, they didn't show a bunch of shit I wanted to see. The Aquaman trailer. I didn't get to see yep. any of this shit. Like, what the fuck? They showed a new Black Panther trailer. Yeah. Look, they, Black Panther has it on that on the uh, Facebook page. All they showed was the uh, entire Hall H giving a standing ovation. That's all yeah. they showed. Yeah, yeah like showed, everybody like, was oh, freaking the oh, fuck out. Yeah, I was looking for it. Yes, all I could see was like the panel, like the Q and A's and shit. <laughs> right. Know? And then, oh, here's the trailer. And then it cuts to the then the, the lights turning back up and everybody cheering. Right, and then like, everybody losing this shit. Right. <laughs> like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so yeah, when when it leaked online, I'm like, God damn it, I'm watching this shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so from, from you, so go ahead, Eli. Everybody listening, fuck it, we're going in. Eli, yeah. break the trailer down, give us everything you had. Okay, well, I only watched like a couple times, and it is like a tough uh, on a camcorder, and somebody's fucking head was in the way, so you don't get to see some <laughs> shit. Like, ooh, ooh, watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but it, it starts out, the Guardians, they're fucking flying through the space, and there's something, something's fucked up. There's like debris in space. It looked like a planet got destroyed, like, like Alderaan. Like, where the fuck is Alderaan? You don't know, remember that shit? And it's yeah, just, just pieces of rocks all over. And like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, boom, their spaceship hits fucking Thor floating in space. <laughs> they what run, the fuck? They, yeah, they run into Thor and they bring him on board and shit. And I can't remember what Rocket says. He says some funny ass shit. And then, um, and then, then it, then it begins. We see like, uh, fucking the other Avengers and shit. Like, Tony is getting ready or blah, blah, blah. I can't remember now, but Thanos, Thanos, you can hear Thanos' voiceover, and he's basically saying, I've waited all this time and all this shit, um, and he's, he comes walking in, and he does, he like, he has the gauntlet at one point, and he punches somebody, and I couldn't tell who the fuck it was, but then I heard the crowd go, oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Black Widow, she has blonde hair. Yeah, I, I saw that on the post. I, I was like, is that Black Widow? Who the fuck is that? I thought that was Storm for a second. I was like, no, she's white. Her hair's white and she's white. That ain't Storm. Hey, it's 2017. <laughs> it's like, damn it, ScarJo robbed another role for another darky. <laughs> oh, I can see the outcry over this shit. <laughs> but um, what else happened? But oh, fucking, um, it showed uh, Steve Rogers. And he's got a beard. And he comes out, and I remember the crowd cheering, oh, and then it showed him punching some shit. So it's very, you know, plot-wise, it didn't really show much, but it just showed a lot of, you know, people punching each other. 
And, okay. and then, you know, then they, they showed T'Challa, um, or T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa. Yeah, it showed Black Panther. And yeah, kind of everybody you saw, like, uh, Winter Soldier was there. You know, they like they're getting ready, you know, for something. Okay, but, just uh, like establishing shots and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's about all it was. About all it was, but yeah, but it showed Thanos walking in like full, you know, full regalia. You know, comes walking in all looking all you know gangster and shit, and <laughs> and the crowd went wild. You know, so that's about all I can remember. You know, and I wish it was. Yeah, I wish they would just. They leaked it. You know, just do like the Suicide Squad. Just put it on YouTube. Well, Marvel has their shit together. <laughs> DC didn't know what the fuck they were doing last year. So. But, yeah, but here's the thing about Captain America having a beard. It makes sense. Now, did Cat, did, it, did, did, uh, did Cat have a shield? No, I didn't see one. Okay. Yeah. I know he gave away the shield, but, like, he's in Wakanda. Uh, T'Challa can make him, like, ten shields if he wanted to. But the funny, interesting thing that uh, I remember the Russo saying that at the end of Civil War, like, Captain America is dead. Like Steve Rogers is done being Captain America, which kind of makes sense because okay. he's a fugitive, you know, from he's not even allowed in the country anymore. So how can he be Captain America? You know, so I guess he's going to be nomad because in, in the comics, Captain America gets kicked out of being Captain America like all the time. He gets fired from the government. He gets kicked out. The, Bill Clinton kicked him out of the country one time. <laughs> Just so, took his shield and everything, you know. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I imagine Cap's gonna be Nomad, you know, some shit like that. We, we'll see how it goes from there. So, see, like, seems like it's gonna be pretty interesting. I, I, I still refuse to watch the trailer. When I, when I see the trailer, I want to see it in full view how it's supposed to be. I don't want anything to taint my experience, you know. <laughs> the crowd cheering, somebody's head in the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I don't even watch bootleg movies. That's me, you know. <laughs> Okay, but like I said, it was some other stuff that happened with Marvel, uh, like a Defenders trailer. Yeah, they really give a shit. It, honestly, it was almost the same thing they showed us like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and, and it had a shot, had a shot of the Punisher at the end. You know, that's about it. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah, you know. Oh, I want to say something about the Punisher for a second. Well, not, not the Punisher. Punisher's awesome. Uh, is what's his name? John Jay Burnthal. John Burnthal. Yeah. John Burnthal. Okay. He looks like he's going to kill it as the Punisher. He looks awesome. But I've got to say this. He gave the worst fucking interviews at Comic-Con every time somebody interviewed him. He said oh. the same shit every time, no matter what somebody said to him. Like, they media trained the shit out of him for this. Uh, I just want to make sure I do the best role for the Punisher. Uh, so many people look up to him. I want to honor them. He, uh, he said gave the same answer every time. So what, when you put on the Punisher costume, did you fanboy out? Uh, I just want to make sure I do the best job. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? You don't have some life about you. you Shout out, it. yeah. Shout out to law enforcement, the yeah, military, right. and all those. I like that. You're going to say this every fucking time? Like, damn. Yeah, he thanks the law enforcement, military, and then he thanks the comic book fans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I like, I, it got to a point. I like, Okay, he just. He's, I think like, he's just uh, one of. The, I think he's just one of these serious actors that doesn't, you know, that, that probably doesn't, you know, fan interact as much as he should, you know, because some, you know, some actors you can tell that they, the, the, they you know, they, they, wait, they're, wait, they're in touch he, with the fans a, and shit. Right, you, you can <laughs> tell this, this is not his world. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is not his. Well, you can tell when an actor is out of their element, especially when they go to Comic-Con. Because Comic-Con, yeah. they take this shit, like, fucking seriously. And at the same time, if he says the wrong thing, they're going <laughs> to eat his ass alive. You know that's going to happen. So I'm almost fine with him giving the same canned answer every time somebody asks him a question other than him saying some fucked up shit. Yeah, I'm over here with these fat ass nerds and geeks and shit like that. But you know, like, it, would, it would be all over him and stuff, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 whatever. But at the same time, John Bernthal, you listen to this podcast, which I know the fuck you're not. <laughs> listen the fuck up, man. We know you're the punisher and you shoot people, but shit, have fun. Damn, we're the punisher. It's probably sitting in a dark room somewhere trying to get into the mind of Frank Castle. Right. <laughs> At the same time, though, him giving him 10 answers does make me seem like he's going to be an awesome Punisher because that, that's the kind of Punisher I would imagine him to be. You know, yeah. yeah emotionless I, as fuck. So. Now, did, did you see uh, the DC panel or the DC uh, lineup? It showed like somebody was filming the, the fan interactions when they were getting signed. It showed Gal Gadot. Like hugging a little girl who was in a Wonder Woman outfit, and she's crying, and she's like, "Oh, smile!" and you know, like cheering them up and shit. This kid was like crying while taking a picture with uh, Ben Affleck. It was pretty cool seeing them like really interacting with the fans. And shit. You know, yeah, I, they I, know what's up. They they've been. I mean, it was just like their third year going to Comic Con, yeah. so you know they they're used to it. But you can tell yeah. John Berthold wasn't used to it, and I and you can tell the actors when it's their first time going to Comic Con. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that being said, oh, one more thing I want to talk about on the Marvel side, kind of the Marvel side, but not really, before we get into the DC. Uh, they showed the Gifted trailer. Yeah. Now, here's, here's the thing, Eli. That trailer sold me. Oh, yeah? It sold me, yeah. The the teaser trailer they had before, I guess, a couple months ago, I was like, eh, I don't know. But now, I'm on board. I'm okay. Uh, first off, they actually started naming characters in it because I didn't know who the characters were going to be in it. I just thought a bunch of random ass memes that i never seen before but they actually had some in it so i just run off some names uh that they showed in there they showed well first off polaris is going to be in it that got me fucking hyped because she's going to be in it uh of course for people that don't know who polaris is that's magneto's other daughter like i said he has three kids in the comics he got quicksilver he's got scarlet witch and he has polaris who has his same powers also and she was even doing the uh the police scene where magneto was like throwing bullets back at people like she they Basically imitated that scene with her, so probably gonna, you know, make the connection with her and Magneto also. They had Blink, uh, been played by my future uh, ex-wife, baby mama, Jamie Chung, you know. She don't know it yet, but she will. You know? uh, and she was in, well not Jamie Chung, but Blink was in the Days Future Past movie also, so I don't know how they're gonna connect that. They may or may not, who knows. Uh, Eli, your boy Thunderbird. Oh, yeah? Be in it. Yeah, really? he, he, yeah, Thunderbirds in the movie. How the fuck, uh, did, I, show. How the fuck yeah. did I miss that? I'm, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, okay. Is he, is he played by a black guy? <laughs> <laughs> like half Asian, you know? <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know that. And I watched the trailer. I was, James Brown like, star, played by Tommy Wong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I watched that and Inhumans at the same time, and uh, they all kind of... Hey, right, you saw Inhumans, you're like, yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) And here's the gifted, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, now I'm about to get into some nerdy shit that actually really caught my attention on... uh, Did I name everybody? Yeah, some guy named Eclipse, I don't know the fuck he is. Anyway, uh, the nerdy shit I want to get into that caught my attention was the two twins that are going to be in the X-Men gifted show. Uh, It was Andrea and Andy Strucker. And I was looking, and I was like, whoa, why does that name sound so familiar? And then it hit me. 
in the comics, Andy and Andrea Strucker are the supervillain team known as Fenra. Not Fenris, but Fenra. Kind of the same. Uh, they are Baron Von Strucker's kids. Oh, okay. so yeah, like you know, like Baron Von Strucker from the uh from Civil War and Winter Soldier. And, mm-hmm. What was he? Age of Ultron. Was whatever. It, yeah, that guy. I was about to say Ultron. So right, but his kids are mutants like that. So it's almost like in the Age of Ultron, you know, movie, since they couldn't have his kids, they decided to have like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver kind of, you know, stand in their place. But, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so it's those rights are kind of weird. It's like so how does Fox have the rights to the Struckers? When Marvel has the rights to Baron Bond Strucker, but they have the rights to the, the kid Strucker. And the only reason I know the Struckers is because they were acting like a Black Panther comic like a couple months ago, and Black Panther fought against them. I'm like, who the fuck are these dudes? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, the Baron ban Strucker's kids. So it's kind of weird, but I don't know. They worked some kind of deal out from there. But that, that's, that's what got me invested in it. I want to see what Polaris does, because I've always been a fan of her in the comics, and I want to see how deep they go with that. Kind of feels like, like uh, X-Factor. Kind of like like not the X Men. Remember the oh, X Men used to have all these other bullshit ass books nobody cared about. You know, like Excalibur, X Factor, X Force, X Gener- Generation, Generation X, X uh, X Man. Yeah. You know all this other bullshit no one cares about. So yeah, I was reading I, 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 was, I was reading Spawn during that time. <laughs> 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 yeah, nobody read those other fucking X Men books. Like it's too much of this shit, man. Fuck you. But anyway, but I thought this was pretty awesome. So that was it for the but. Okay, but Eli, here's the thing. We talked all the way about this shit about Marvel, right? And this is Comic-Con, right? Mm-hmm. What books did they announce? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. That, that's my whole point. Like, what? I, and I did research. I looked like, okay, what comic books did Marvel announce at Comic-Con? Like, nothing. I can't find anything. No bullshit. No, uh, you know, Loki is a woman now or, you know. <laughs> Black Doctor Strange, <laughs> nothing, you know. Loki's trans and shit. Yeah, like, like, give, give me something, Marvel. Do something to piss us. You know, they didn't piss us off this year. Every other year they pissed us off with some shit. This year they're like, nah, we're just gonna chill. We're gonna, we're gonna lay back, you know. So I thought that was kind of weird, but I guess we can move on to the DC section because DC has some awesome stuff also, and we have to talk about the Justice League. Yeah. Eli. Yeah. This trailer was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. It's bright. Yeah, they, they, it was so colorful. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that's what shocked me. Yes, it was colorful. T- I like. We could fuck? tell, like whoever it was, like took Zack Snyder's footage <laughs> and like resaturated the color. Fucking Justin. Like yeah. still, like it was still cloudy. Like it was still overcast. But <laughs> he just yeah put yeah put Wonder Woman yeah put 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 Wonder Woman's jeans on and made it. <laughs> Yeah, the color palette was there. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, so they finally do something. I'm, I'm, and I noticed that because Wonder Woman is doing these big numbers right now that you can tell they, oh, they yeah. cut the trailer different to put more Wonder Woman in there, you know. Yeah. So they had this heist scene at the beginning of it. Now, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping, because they, they, the, they never showed the face of the guy doing the heist. I'm hoping that's somebody. Like, I hope they don't waste that. Yeah. Like make yeah, it some throwaway villain or something, you know yeah, anybody. But we'll yeah, see. Man. Like like Condiment King. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking awesome. I, like, if you if you say it's Condiment King, I'm throwing money at the screen right now. <laughs> yeah, crazy quilts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, he mentioned uh, oh he mentioned the penguin. Like it makes you miss the days 
when you we when we all we had to worry about was exploding penguins. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. Like not only is it reference to the comics, it reference to like the old Tim Burton movies also, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And people are like, oh yeah. The penguin's gonna be in the like no, it's it's not that serious. It was a joke. That's all it was. It was a throwaway line. That's all. Oh, but yeah, yeah but we'll, it, it was we'll also awesome come to that ending. Yeah, because I want to talk about the ending. But, uh, but we're yeah, gonna go yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I do want to also talk about. Uh, we gotta talk about Steppenwolf. Yeah. Yeah, because he, I thought he looked fucking awesome. Yeah, you know, I thought like like now that's a fucking villain. Like you want to have the Just League fight somebody? Definitely, because I don't remember Steppenwolf looking that cool in the comics. I don't think so. Maybe he, maybe they had a revamped version of him that I don't know about. But I thought when I saw him in the comics, like in the Kirby versions, I thought he kind of lame. Or even like he was in the uh, Just League cartoon, he's kind of lame. No, there, there was one cart, one comic he was actually cool, but I didn't read that one. Uh, did you read Earth Two? I read a couple books. I read Batman Earth Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, that, uh, they they said like Earth Two was like the the greatest New Fifty Two book that came out around the time. You know, they had like the Justice Society stuff like that. But I didn't I didn't read it. I was like, I don't know. I came too late because by the time I found out about how good the book was, I think it was like on issue twenty or twenty five. I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna read all this shit. You know, <laughs> unless I can find it cheap or something. But basically, they said like the first issue, like Steppenwolf just killed the Justice League. Like everybody, like everybody fucking dies. You know, I'm like whoa, that's fucking awesome. So. The way they're making them in the in the Justice League uh movie, making them looks like that, and I'm like, man, that looks fucking awesome, you know. Uh, somebody made a comment, like you know, at the, like the, toward the end of the trailer, how the sun goes red. Oh yeah. no, no, I'm not gonna talk about. I'm, no, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. Okay. We'll talk about that later. I, I do want to make some other uh mentions in there where Steppenwolf was making his monologue, and he was saying like, no more lanterns. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, so he would definitely talk about Green Lantern. Uh, no more Kryptonians, you yeah. know. They're looking at that, so yeah, they're making references to all those folks like that. So, oh, uh, yeah, we see Themyscira. Awesome, yeah, they're totally go. Yeah, they're totally selling Wonder Woman. Now. Yeah, they got Themyscira in there. Brought them back. Now, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Were they, did they bring them back for reshoots, or were they already in there, or? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, cause that digital. I mean, maybe because that shot of the island looked pretty digital. Like that, right? Like they yeah. could have made this last minute, yeah. Yeah, uh, but let's we gotta go back to Themyscira. You know, now here's my whole here's my whole thing about this. Now we know Jack Jack Snyder shot the majority of the movie, and we know that that Josh Whedon is. Here. Oh, and uh, didn't you send me something saying that Josh Whedon is actually gonna get uh, director's credit? Yeah, along with Zack Snyder, but his name right, right. is going on, yeah. Co-director. So I guess yeah. he must have directed enough scenes where he can get co-director uh, credit also. So that's yeah. pretty cool on this. Pretty cool. However, here's the thing. Zack Snyder and Josh Wheaton directing style is very different. Yeah. Zack Snyder is a very cinematic director. Like, say what you want to say about Zack Snyder, but that shit looks beautiful the way he does it. Yeah. Josh Wheaton directing style comes off like a TV show. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah, he does like kind of long takes too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like, just yeah, him. Not, yeah, not to think of, yeah, like it's a sitcom. Like we're watching a sitcom now that I think it. It, it, it feels like, yeah. like even like yeah. that's one of the criticism I had about Avengers, like the first Avengers movie. It, and sometimes it did feel like a TV show, like it, like you could see that it was on a sound set, you know. And I like the way, especially the way it was shot sometimes. And it's not just Josh reading. Marvel is bad with that shit. Honestly, I, I think the Russos feel like that sometimes too. 
Yeah. Like some of that shit kind of feel TV show because they came from TV also, you know. Well, and that's the thing. And I had this conversation on, you know, on Geek Stabs, like, you know, especially with, you know, with the, with the, you know, when the Han Solo movie fired the directors and, you know, Edgar Wright being, you know, quitting, you know, Ant-Man and, you know, the, the, the Flash losing all these directors. It's like, you know, these store, these like studios, they're, they're hiring these like big name directors to hopefully get their distinctive style. But then right. when they get them, they don't, it's like they don't, they want them to, you know, adhere to their, their agenda. You know what I mean? So it's right. like, it, it kind of defeats why the you, purpose of getting yeah, to begin like, with. If you're not going to let this artist have, you know, express his vision, like what's the point? You might as well just get a hired hand to do the movie you want. You know what I mean? So, right. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of uh, like you know, I mean, as much as I love comic book movies, like I don't think they're letting like they, like I, I I gave this an example. Like Quentin Tarantino would never be able to direct a Marvel. They would, right. Even, even if they hire him, he'll, he'll never put one out because yeah. his style is too different from them. Yeah. Right? Like they wouldn't, they would not let Tarantino do the shit that he does for a Marvel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And same reason why Guillermo del Toro ain't doing Hellboy 3. You know, his shit's too expensive. Let's get somebody cheaper and who will do what we want. You know? <laughs> exactly. You know, so. Now, so, I, I'll be honest with you. I do feel like Thor 3 kind of breaks that mold. I, I think that movie looks fucking beautiful. Yeah, and that guy, he he's in the. I mean, they're they're worried about it being too funny, but but yeah, I mean, plus he's native. I mean, well, we, we're claiming as he's native. He's from New Zealand, <laughs> Ma, Maori, close enough. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> not indigenous to this continent, but you know, close <laughs> enough. <laughs> so we're gonna claim him. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he he has like a it and it. it Feels like it's a like it's gonna be a fun movie, you know. So, are we, we no, we're talking about DC. Where do we go? Let's get back yeah, to yeah, DC. Talk, yeah, we talk about Marvel again. Yeah, let's get back to DC. Okay, so yeah, that, but that's my whole point about uh, DC because we we that's the problem. That's the thing I like about DC that they actually are doing better than Marvel. I do feel like when the movies are brighter, their movies do look better and more cinematic and more you know more epic. Where yeah. Josh Whedon kind of brings it down to a TV level, and what I'm hoping is that, like the reshoots, I hope we don't get like epic, epic, epic TV, epic, epic, epic TV. Because yeah. I'll be honest with you, some of those shots in the trailer made me think Josh Whedon shot that. Okay. It, it was just a few. It was just a few scenes, but some scenes in there did make me think, yeah, that scene looked kind of plain. Josh Whedon might have shot that. You know, where Zack Snyder, like the the opening scene where Wonder Woman took out the bank robber stuff like that. That's yeah. Snyder. Yeah, That's... we saw we saw that in the other trailer. Yeah, only it was darker yeah. and more in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think it looks awesome. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so, but that, that's my own that's my only concern. So I'm hoping you know Josh, and we don't we don't really know how long Josh Whedon has been on this uh, thing because they yeah they saying he's been on since March May. But we're hearing rumors that he might have actually been on the movie a lot longer than that. So who knows? It's, it depends on that. But but now we can talk about the end. Now we can talk about the last scene. Okay. Okay. Oh, I can go. Okay. Oh, well, I thought you were gonna go. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, who do you think it is? Who do you think it's gonna be? <laughs> that's the 
Right. And that, that's the stupidest shit. Fanboys overthink shit too much. It's Superman. Yo, it's shit, nobody yeah. but Superman. That go. Is it Creed Lennon? Yeah. Is it Martian Manhunt? Is yeah. it Jason Todd? Like, yeah, no, Robin, it's fucking. It's fucking Martha Wayne. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, don't don't overthink this shit, man. And and honestly, that's like really smart on just uh on DC to do this. They didn't show him. Yeah. That was so awesome. I thought for sure they were gonna show him. I'm like, don't do it. Don't don't do it, dude. Don't pull a doomsday on us. Yeah. You know, just throw it right in front of us. No. We didn't see Superman. Uh uh what's the fuck? Alfred. <laughs> Forgot his name for a second. Alfred looked dead at him and said, I hope you're not too late. So obviously that that gives away Superman right there. Being hope is the symbol for the house of L, which is the S. Any Superman fan would know this shit. So I don't yeah. know why people are overthinking this. Or thinking like uh Green Lantern might be in now, there is a very bright green light in the trailer. I will say that. Somewhere in there that did make me think like, eh, that's kind of bright. So, I don't know. <laughs> but at the same time, Steppenwolf said there are no lanterns. So, I believe Steppenwolf. He he looks like a trustworthy guy, so I don't know. Uh, some people say, notice how the trailer towards, like, the, towards the end of it, like, it's all red? Yeah. Like, the sky's red? Some people are saying that maybe Steppenwolf did that to fuck with Superman's powers. Like his red soul energy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah that's, but that's all we can say about I'm, that. I'm but. just hoping Superman ain't a bitch. <laughs> he's going to be. He's, he, he's going to be a jobber. We already know it. He's got to be because he got to make Steppenwolf look like a badass. Like, oh, if he beats Superman, who's going to beat him? You know, so we already know what's going to happen. Or maybe uh, Steppenwolf will beat the shit out of Justice League and – I'll be honest with you. Here's the thing. I know the entire plot of the Justice League movie. I've known the plot of the Justice League movie since last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like from beginning to end, beat for beat, shot to shot, everything. Everything they're showing right now is stuff like, oh, shit, what they told me last year is true. <laughs> so obviously I know all the pieces. Of it, so I know what Superman is going to do in the movie, how he's going to look in the movie, where he's going to be in the movie. Who else is going to be in the movie? But I'm not going to say it. I've been keeping this shit a secret to myself for a year, and I'm going to hang on to it. But, Eli, you don't know how much is eating me up right now. <laughs> I just want well, to tell everybody, like, this yeah, is what's fucking Dude, just go, go on CBI and just make the announcement. Watch, <laughs> watch them just tear each other apart. And then when it comes <laughs> out, you can say, see, and tag everybody that you were arguing with <laughs> in the book. Because <laughs> here, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. That flash scene. <laughs> Okay, yeah. the the not the flash scene, the the one where uh flash looked around like, oh that's rude, and everybody just disappeared. I yeah. knew that exact scene last year. Wow, dude. Yeah, that like that exact scene, word for word, everything. Like they were gonna be on the rooftop. They were gonna. I, I, I'm not gonna say because there's actually some more shit to happen. Uh, how the hell did you do? Did you read, get a script or something? <laughs> I know people who know people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, they have another conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm being vague as possible. I'm not gonna go into detail. But they, are, uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon calls him in the room because he has some information for him. Batman, he gives some specific information. Cyborg teams with the team because he has some specific information that he needs to get from them. So 
and we see rest of it happens. Uh, they basically throwing in some funny scenes here and there. They've been they've been going with this funny shit since last year. This is way before Josh Whedon came on the scene. They've been yeah. uh, purposely trying to make the movie funnier. They've been yeah. trying to do that. So I, I think it's working out for them. So far, the gags and the and the jokes I've been seeing on them, it works to a point, you know. But they're not overdoing it. It's not like Marvel where it's a joke a minute, you know. So. Aquaman getting everybody wet. All, all those mad vagina pants. Oh, man, soaking. every time. Oh, I need to see this movie. My husband, Jason Momoa, is going to be like, oh, fuck, man. Shit, I just want to just watch the fucking movie. That's it. I, you know what's going to happen. You know there's going to be a shirtless scene. Wait, there was a shirtless scene. No shirtless scene in the trailer. That's right. Yeah, when he comes out of the water, just splash. Oh, I can see it now. He's just, just waving his hair. <sighs> This, the, I can see the women's in the crowd are gonna go fucking crazy with this shit. I can oh, see yeah. it now. Like I can't hear the plot. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my sister wants to see this movie because of that. <laughs> <laughs> and she don't give a shit about Superman or anybody. Right. She's gonna see Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, she wanna see Aquaman. That's yeah. <laughs> so that Yoda gonna be a scene where he's just gonna come out the water all slowly. It's Zack Snyder. He's yeah, gonna he, do it. The fucking Daniel Craig, fucking James Bond scene. <laughs> right, these blue speedos and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. but that, that's enough for the Just League trailer. Well, like I said, love the trailer. They didn't show too much because it. Trust me, because I know the plot. They didn't show too much. <laughs> but like I said, we'll talk about that later on. But we can now talk about other things that's going on with the Just League and DC in general. Uh, before we get there, you know, I missed something, Eli. I didn't tell yeah. you the lineup. The lineup. Of the yeah, D- DC announced the lineup, the movie lineup. Oh, the movie lineup. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 you didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me right now. But I think the first movie they said was uh, uh, Shazam. Shazam. Shazam's supposed to be the first movie. Yeah, Shazam. That's supposed to be the first movie they're shooting after Green Lantern. No, 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 not Green Lantern. Uh, Aquaman, Aquaman. The okay. next movie they're shooting after Aquaman. And The Rock will not be in. Oh, damn. Yeah, so no black guy. So, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. So I don't know how that's going to happen from there. Uh, the second movie after that is going to be Suicide Squad 2. Okay. So the green light lighting that. Not, don't directed, know David not, directed be in there. By, not directed by uh, Mel Gibson, I take it? <laughs> not directed by Mel Gibson. No, he's not going to be in it. <laughs> he turned. Matter of fact, I don't – didn't he shit on superhero movies a while ago anyway? Yeah, yeah, he did that. Yeah, so I, I would gotta be shocked to be like, yeah, I'm shitting on him, but hey, they pay me a lot of money, so I do it. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather he just not be. That's the that's I think that's the biggest problem that mess up these superhero movies when they they cast directors that don't know shit about these movies. Like cast the fanboy. That's what they need to do. You know, like Whedon is a fucking fanboy. Like he's a bigger fanboy than any of us. Yeah. You know, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, we got Suicide Squad two. Uh, third movie on the list is Flash. Flash, but guess the name of the movie? Yeah, Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint. Uh, yeah, I already told you. We talked about that. <laughs> anyway, for everybody else that's listening, <laughs> Flashpoint is the Flash movie that's coming out. So they're going, you know, full stop on that one. So that's going to be that one. Uh, the next movie we have on the list is Wonder Woman 2, of course. You yeah. know that was going to be greenlit after they did that. I don't know if everybody has... I'm pretty sure everybody has resigned already. I think Patty Jenkins. Yeah, Patty Jenkins resigned. Jeff Johns are resigned. They're already rewriting the script. I think it's going to be in the the 80s or the 70s. Yeah. Some shit. 
Something like that, yeah. They're fighting the Russians or something. something like that. Yeah, Cold War shit going on, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So, oh, and the last movie on the list is uh the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Yep. And I think they confirmed. I don't know if they confirmed or not. I'm I'm hearing rumors of this that it it will be Hal Jordan and John Stewart. I guess it's gonna be like a 48 hours in space or some shit. I don't know. Okay. Sounds pretty. And is cool. it we'll now? Is that rumor true or did that is that stu- is that done? Uh, that Tyrese is supposed to be. Uh, did you hear about that? <sighs> that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Tyree has been putting this on his Instagram for like the last two years. Okay. But he's been meeting with uh, DC and he's been putting up fan posters of him as John Stewart. I don't know if it's true. I don't think it is. And honestly, I think he's actually hurting his chances of becoming John Stewart, making this campaign like this because he's being too public about it. Now, as far as do I see Tyrese as John Stewart? No, but you can make worse choices. I don't want Tyrese as. John Stewart, but you can make you. I, I can I can imagine worse choices. If he is John Stewart, I'd be like, eh, okay. Terrence uh, Howard, give him. A- now that would be <laughs> worse. That would be worse. Yes. <laughs> and then he won't return for Dreamliners too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's that's the thing about that. Oh, but now since we got Atlanta, we can talk about the next thing. We can talk about your boy, Ben Affleck. Okay. My so. Boy. Yo boy, yeah. <laughs> so of course we know that we've been hearing these rumors about everything, and we don't know, and we're hearing these rumors that Warner Brothers kind of pushing uh, Ben Affleck out. They want to go younger. They want to reboot. You know, they want to move forward without Ben Affleck. And basically, at Comic Con, they flat out ask Ben Affleck, "Are the rumors true?" Uh, Eli, here's the thing. I I saw the live answer, and I yeah. Yeah, I see all to, these posts yeah. about it. Yeah. And all these posts are like, see, Ben Affleck said it's not true. See, Ben Affleck is going to be with Matt Reed. Ben Affleck didn't say any of that shit. None of that shit. Everything he said, he danced around that answer. That's what I got from it. He basically didn't say he was going to be Batman in the Matt Reeves movie. He didn't say he wasn't going to be Batman in the, in the Matt Reeves movie. Now, of course, if he's not going to be Batman and Just League is going to be his last movie, he's not going to tell people that. Because they have a movie to promote. But at the yeah. same time, you can tell his whole body language. When Ben Affleck was up there, he was distant compared to everybody else. Like Everybody else felt like they were having fun up there. Ben Affleck was like, fuck it, I'm here just to be here. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what it felt like. And they asked him a question. He went on about like he, he – all he said up there when, when he was up there, he said he has loved being Batman up to this point. And, yes, Matt Reeves is doing Batman – and all, and this is what he said. I remember correctly. He said he would love to do a Batman movie with Matt Reeves. He did not say he's doing a, a Batman movie with Matt Reeves. Yeah. So, like I said, he danced around the question. People are taking this as fact, like, oh yes, he's going to be Batman in a Batman movie. He didn't say any of that shit. Yeah. I honestly feel like when Justice League is done, it's a wrap. Ben Affleck's done. Is it fair? I don't think it is. But. Hey, yeah. that's Hollywood. And I and and for me, it's like everybody who's freaking out uh, over this, like, oh, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? I'm like, they can do whatever they want. They can take because Bat, like I said, Batman is like Warner Brothers Star Wars. Like they right. can do whatever they want with it. And I think 
you know, with you know, with Whedon doing Batgirl and Gotham City Sirens, it sounds like they want to establish their Bat universe again and kind of get it back away from the Zack Snyder shit. So right. I think this is a way to do that, you know. And they're all, what about continuity and what are they going to do with, Bob, you know, is he going to die? Are we going to see this Batman is, this Beyond? This is DC. I'm this like, is DC. Right. I DC like, who, don't give a fuck about continuity. Yeah, who, like who gives a shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they reboot their comics every five years. What, it's going to suck and blah, blah, blah. What, you know, it's, it's like, who cares, man? You're going to get right. another Batman movie. And <laughs> right. And when, and when another Batman movie comes out, another Batman actually get cast, you're going to forget Ben Affleck was ever in it. Yeah, so, and, hard and to per- say it, but it is what it is. Yeah, and personally, I'd love to see Batman back in Gotham City on the street. Boston crime. You know, that's not, I, I, I don't give right. a shit where he's – he doesn't – he has to be fighting aliens and saving the world, you know, stopping nuclear bombs and shit. You know? Exactly. It, it <laughs> takes away from Batman being Batman, you know. Yeah, like, I'm all for that. Let's take him back to the streets, you know. Fuck all this alien shit. Yeah, that's Superman's job. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, now, exactly. Now, now, here's my thing about it. Now, now, I know we shit on BBS a lot on this podcast. <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> but I will say one of the reasons that movie sucks so bad was not because of Ben Affleck. Yeah. I honestly felt like Ben Affleck carried that movie as much as he could on there. Yeah. Ben Affleck is actually my favorite Batman of all time. Yeah. I I was talking today. I was people online, oh, Batman, he sucks. He goes, no, you only say he sucks because BBS sucked. That's all. Right. But Batfleck was awesome. (laughs) Don't give a shit what you say. That movie sucked. (laughs) Right. That warehouse scene alone. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like was the greatest Batman thing I ever seen. I like, oh my yeah. God! Like he's whooping there, ass in there. And when, and when it come, yeah, when it comes on TV, I, I wait for that scene. I'm, oh wait, 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 wait a second! I gotta see Batman kick ass real quick. And then, right, and then especially if you watch the Ultimate Cut version. Yeah, you watch yeah. the Ultimate version. That shit like two and a half hours long, and I'm falling asleep. I'm like, oh shit, shit my part's about to come on. Let me wake yeah. back up. You know? Yeah, there's two so, awesome, like that's the three, one yeah, thing. They, three awesome scenes. Yeah, the one when Wonder Woman comes and. You know, guitar riff. Yeah, yeah, and then bat, yeah, Batman in the warehouse, and then, and then yeah, and then the fight. You know, when he's slapping the shit out of Superman for some reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm two ways about the fight, man. I kind of didn't like the fight too much. Not even the Martha shit. Like the fight in general, I was like, yeah. Okay. I just like the image. Oh, no. like, like, yeah, by that time, by the time they started fighting, like I said, we said this last year, and we yelled about it. Yeah. I didn't care anymore. I was like, okay, there they are. They're going to fight. This is what, okay, here it is. <laughs> All right, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah. Yep, it looks so cool. And then. <laughs> okay, so we, we met our quota for shitting on BVS for a podcast. We'll say the next one, another one. Yeah. Oh, but the reason I was trying to get to that, like I said, I love Ben Affleck as Batman, but. Like I said, we have some more movies giving, uh, coming out from D.C. down the pipeline, and one of those movies that I think is very interesting is Flashpoint. Yeah. Now, Eli, I think Flashpoint, we need to pay more attention to Flashpoint than than face value. I think this yes. is D.C.'s out. Yes, this they can yeah. reboot. Yeah, this is how they get rid of fucking Ben Affleck. Yeah, they get rid of Ben Affleck, exactly, and they can have a universe explanation for it. Instead of just recasting for no fucking reason, they have a reason. And, and and it's not just Ben Affleck. They can do anything. Yeah. They can get rid of Jesse Eisenberg. No shit. They, yeah, they sure can. Get yeah. rid of Jared Leto. They can do anything they want. 
Yeah. You get the a free pass, baby. You, right, the you, possibilities are endless. You get man. a free pass. The possibilities are endless. You can do well, whatever the fuck you want to do. There's 52 possibilities. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Like I said, man, they can do anything they want. I mean, they need to just sit down and think about it. Because here's the thing about the DCEU. Yes, Wonder Woman is an awesome movie. But at the same time, Wonder Woman is an awesome movie based in a franchise that's built on a shaky foundation. Yeah. So this basically – look. I don't want to shit on Zack Snyder. I know Zack Snyder's going through his thing, but honestly, I feel like Zack Snyder is done with the DCEU. Like, he's yeah. not coming back. Period. Yeah. That's it. Not only is DC trying to get rid of... And Goyer. Goyer is done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck Goyer. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad Goyer's is fucking gone. Yeah. He's trying to write, write the that, same... Well, the main reason... Yeah. They, yeah. Same movie. He's trying yeah, to write the, what... same, write the same movie from the one comic book that he wrote. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like man, fuck Goyer from the top of the mountain, man. He, he he's one, he's like the main reason these movies suck so bad now. Did I say? Because did I every, say wrote? I meant read. Every bad decision is <laughs> <laughs> right. He didn't the write. Cover, he, right. He, didn't, he read one comic book. He and that's right. he he look at the cover. This shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh man, Goyer fucking suck. He's the reason these movies got us so bad. So I don't know why. DC stuck with that guy. But everybody wants to blame Zack Snyder on shit. It's, Zack Snyder is not to be blamed. Goyer is the fucking reason for everything bad that is happening in DC right now. David Goyer. Look him up. If you know who he is, find him. Spam mm-hmm. him. Blame him for everything. Anyway, let's go back to what we were talking about before. Yeah. Uh, they Okay, they can get rid of all the bad shit that Goyer put in there. Jeff Johns is on, on set now. They can reboot this shit without rebooting it. Just change up what they want to and anything that's changed, just blame like like we always do, you know. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Fix this shit, Barry, you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, and but here's the thing. For Flashpoint, they can give us what we want. They can give us the Flashpoint Batman. Yeah. Which everybody who's they, always they, the best Batman anyway. Yeah, they can give us a, not, a a cool well, not only that, we can get a, a cool Flashpoint story instead of them fucking it up on the yeah, TV show. Of, you didn't like the CW? <laughs> yeah, the musical? You mean the musical episode? <laughs> 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 oh man <laughs> yeah they got actually give us a flashpoint story but here's the thing when flashpoint was announced as a movie i'm going to go to twitter right now which i'm on twitter right now and i just retweeted something from jeffrey dean morgan yeah and what jeffrey dean morgan, everybody knows who jeffrey dean morgan if you're not you're not a fucking nerd why the fuck are you watching this podcast listen to the podcast anyway he said did you say hashtag flashpoint uh, and he at Lauren Conan. Conan? Conan? I'm not a Walking Conrad? Dead fan. Is it Conrad? Yeah. You yeah, know. that's right. Martha! They're both on Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's so, Bruce her. and Martha Wayne, yeah. Right, Bruce and Martha Wayne. You know, uh, Tom, Thomas and Martha Wayne. Anyway. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we all knew it, and DDS, when he was cast, he was like, damn, he can play Flashpoint Batman. So he's basically telling us he wants to play Flashpoint Batman. And but if he plays Flashpoint Batman, that means Martha can play the Joker. There you go, dude. Think about that shit for a second. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fucking awesome. This might be. Zack Snyder would never thought of that shit. Yeah, this might be the best decision <laughs> they've made. You know. <laughs> this might be the. By, and it, and it feel like an accident situation. I don't think. I honestly don't think Zack Snyder was thinking this shit. I think he was just casting Watchmen uh, actors like he always do. 
I like yeah. it. I just want to throw some Watchmen in there. Because for some reason, he has his heart on with making the DCEU connected to the Watchmen. Like, what the fuck? Why? I don't know. Anyway, but now we got uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan wanting to play Flashpoint Batman. Flashpoint is being made. They can give us a Flashpoint Batman versus a female Joker that's Martha? What the fuck? That, I, dude, Eli, that yeah. will fuck up anything Marvel's doing. I don't yeah. care how many heroes Marvel has on screen. They do that <laughs> shit. DC won. Fuck that shit. They pull that shit off right. Yeah, that that would be. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 there, dude. I I would like to buy a ticket to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hyped for a movie that doesn't even exist yet, but I don't care. I'm hyped. <laughs> oh man, but as far as I'm trying to think, what else did we, we miss on DC? I think that's all we talked about. Uh. uh Let's talk about uh, Eli. You a Young Justice fan? Eh, eh. No, no. You talking about the TV show? Yeah. Or the comic books? No. <laughs> I don't really watch it. No. Yeah. I said the comic book was okay, but the TV show. I like the TV show. Thing is, the TV show was too smart. That's the thing. That's okay. why it got canceled because five year olds that were watching the show were like, what the fuck is this? You know. That's why Teen Titans Go won't like. It's been running for so long. Yeah. Because five year olds find this shit funny as hell. Young Justice, there was like no fight scenes. There were storylines about substance abuse and, you know, uh, uh, absent fathers. And they're like, I don't want to watch this. When is somebody going to punch somebody? You know? <laughs> and so now it makes sense for season three to be on Netflix. So they actually been shooting some scenes. You know, they've actually made some episodes. And they didn't say when they're going to drop it, but when it drops, it's going to be the entire season. And. Yeah, they dropped some new kegs on there. Static's gonna be on there. Uh, spoiler? I don't know who the fuck that is. I think she's a Batman. She's something. on. She's in the detective. She's been in detective lately. She's pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's okay. been in the detective comics lately. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay. Yeah, but. <laughs> uh, fucking like I said, fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like I said, Young Justice is is an awesome TV show. I don't think it's the greatest TV show ever made. Like some of you fanboys keep claiming it is. It's a good show. Okay. I think it did get a little bit too up its ass a couple times because I think it forgot it was like a, a superhero show sometimes and it wanted to be like a, a teen drama. But now, is, this, is this the one where like Superman is like in his t-shirt and jeans? Yeah. You know, okay. like, no, well, that Superboy and Superman oh. was a deadbeat dad that wouldn't take care of him and wouldn't, you know, take him in. And so he had abandonment issues and that's why he was angry, you know. That show. I, I haven't really watched. I never really watched. I seen it on. I just never watched it. Yeah, and Batman uh, complained to Superman because he was a bad father. And, <laughs> dude, it, <laughs> you didn't watch the show because it, it's funny because it's like, why are you putting all this shit in, the, in a cartoon? You know, that's cool to have in there, but I think you're kind of missing the point. You know, yeah. but we'll we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, what are some other shit we had in there? Uh, oh, now we can actually talk. I'm gonna okay. Eli, this is how we're going to do it. I'm okay. going to just run off some of the – because the thing is what DC, DC did is they actually did announce some future comics that's coming up. Well, Marvel seems to not give a fuck about their comics anymore. They just give a fuck about headlines, make you pay attention to comic books. Oh, and I do want to say something this. Secret Empire sales are tanking. No one gives a fuck about that comic book anymore. That that gimmick shit Marvel doesn't work anymore. What you the fuck? What, what number are they to write good stories. I don't know. It's it's not number one. I know that. 
Yo, I'll, I'll look is, it up. Isn't it supposed to be like 12 issues or some shit? Oh, it's like a number six or some shit? Number five, number six, something like that. Oh, really? And people are, are getting bored? Yeah, people are like, yeah, people are getting bored with it. They're like, no, nah, I, I, like, fuck, I can't read this really? shit. Really? They, they don't want to read a shitty story for a year? Really? <laughs> right. <laughs> but you only got six more issues to go. <laughs> look, Marvel already said, look, look, when this, when Secret Empire is done, Marvel is going to pretend like that story never fucking existed. They already put a statement out, like, look, the the storyline is almost over. Just bear with us, you know. Because when they go with this legacy shit and this generation shit, none of this Secret Empire shit is even gonna fucking matter anymore. We're gonna completely forget about it. So hopefully this will get Marvel back on this shit. They didn't even talk about Generation Legacy on Comic Con on a fucking comic book convention, but they want to talk about every fucking thing else. So anyway, back to DC. We keep talking about Marvel on DC. Uh, one of the things that Marvel first thing they announced is uh Frank Miller is mm-hmm. writing yeah uh is writing uh Superman year 1 of course he okay. was the guy that wrote Batman year 1 now he wants to write Superman year 1 and yeah Eli I hate this fucking idea <laughs> yeah cuz then we see wasn't this man of steel <laughs> Yes, there was a Man of Steel. John Byrne already by, wrote this shit. By, by, by Frank Miller? <laughs> no, I mean the movie Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, the movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah David Goyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David Goyer read the one Frank Miller's comic <laughs> and decided to write the, that version of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> right. The asshole Superman that nobody likes. Now, now, it's, it's so many reasons I have a problem with this. First off, Frank Miller hate Superman. So why yeah. would Frank Miller write a Superman? That's the whole thing about uh, The Dark Knight Returns. He wrote yeah. Superman as an asshole because he doesn't like Superman. So he's like, I'm going to just write a story where Batman beats the shit out of him because I don't like him. Uh-huh. So why are you going to have this guy write a Superman story? That kind of like defeats the purpose of it. Frank uh, Frank Miller writes guys with no powers. He likes Daredevil. He likes Batman. Those kind of guys he likes. He don't, he don't even like superheroes. Yeah, he hates Green Lantern. Like, you ever that... <laughs> yeah, that, was on uh, uh, Batman <laughs> and Robin, All Star. Yeah, that yeah, bullshit. Dom the goddamn, he's bragging on fucking <laughs> Green Lantern and shit. Like, <laughs> right. you know, if I had that ring, what I would do? But they give it to this dumbass <laughs> <laughs> who makes machine guns and <laughs> <laughs> and and punchy fists and, and punches. Like, like, you know, this moron <laughs> with the most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> uh. so, so the last thing I want is Frank Miller right there, and, and and let's be honest, let's be honest. Frank Miller is way past his prime, writing yeah. wise. Yeah, it's gonna take like, like fucking two write- years for the because I've been reading The Dark Knight three, and I'm into it, but goddamn, well, well, right? But, but, but issue comes out every six months, you know. <laughs> right, it takes. Is it still going? Yeah, it's still going. I. I I got to get the last issue, I think. But here's the thing. The Dark Knight 2 was the same way. Yeah. And like, I waited. Oh, I waited. Way. I waited a, a few years before I read that. Yeah. And they, they try to blame it on 9-11 and all this shit. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it took forever for that book to come out. And the thing is, like, the Dark Knight 3 is not really written by Frank Yeah, Miller. it's, a, it's as, Honestly, as... I think a, they just stuck his name on it. Yeah, I think they just stuck his name on it, just kind of like add, add credibility to it, you know. Yeah. But like I said, Frank Miller's past his prime. He's not 
writing stories no more. And you can almost say that Frank Miller's writing style is kind of dated. You can't really write those type of stories he's writing in the 80s and the 70s in 2017. You can't do it because Frank Miller is kind of sexist and racist and like really right ring and like he's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but he's not the most politically correct person in the world. You know, yeah. that's just me. And, and 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 his his style has just been done over and over and over. And so it's like, honestly, his style is parody. Yeah, and and when he does write something, it it it's it's just like everything else out now, anyways. You know, (laughs) you know, right? I mean, at at this point, his style is a parody. Mm -hmm. You know, like the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created to make fun of Frank Miller. That's what they made, but they were just Frank Miller rejects. You know, they oh, they're ninjas and they're evil and they're dark and they're great. They were making fun of. Right, the hand, the foot, splinter, <laughs> stick. It's all the same thing. They got the yeah. powers the same way from Daredevil. You know, it's all the same thing. Yeah. You know. So that's why it's hard for Frank Miller to be successful in 2017 because his writing style is kind of dated. I mean, nobody does that anymore. Like, people are looking for a different writing. You can't do the same stuff that people always been doing. It doesn't work like that. But I think we talked long enough about Superman Year One. I hate the fucking idea. Honestly, I hate every Superman origin story except for John. Bird Man of Steel. John Bird Man of Steel was the only one that got it right. Everyone after that has been completely fucking it up. New 52 fucked it up. Secret Origins fucked it up. Uh, Superman Rebirth fucked it up. What's that name of it? Rebirth? What's the name of it? No, not Rebirth. No, it was fuck. The one where he... Birthright. Birthright. Birthright sucked. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, (laughs) Rebirth sucked. The, The new one that came out, that sucked. So Man of Steel was the only one that got it right. You want to read a good Superman story, kids? Go back and read 1986, John Burns, Man of Steel, with six issues. It is the Superman, the quintessential Superman story, best Superman story you ever read. Other than that, and all-star Superman, those two. And anyway, let's move on. Uh, Batman Metal. We can talk about Batman Metal. Now, Batman Metal is a storyline that comes out next month. That's already it comes out next month. Uh, we do plan a review. We're actually going to read some comic books, and we will review it. We will have a talking point on there. Basically, what the storyline is about, from what I gather, from what I remember, uh, Jim Lee. Oh, not not Jim Lee. Uh, Scott Snyder. Yeah. And Scott Capullo. Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah, yeah. they're reuniting. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the first book that they come back to. They're going to be writing the story. And basically, it's about that uh, Batman finds out that there's a dark universe of, like, evil whatever that's going to invade our universe. And the first thing in the universe is, like, a Justice League Batman evil Batman version or something like that, and they're basically going to take over and things like that and fight. But, like I said, it's going to be a crazy story. You had me at Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. You had me there. Honestly, I feel like that their new 52 Batman run is one of the best comic book runs ever. I put it with anybody. Stan and Jack, uh, Ryan McIntyre and Bagley, uh, Chris Claremont and Jim Lee. I don't put it with anybody. I put them up there. So when you put those two guys back on the book, with Batman and Just League, I'm there. Doesn't matter. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we have the Doomsday Clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff Johns gave us some more detail on the Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock actually starts next year. So it doesn't, not anytime soon it starts next year. But basically how the Doomsday Clock story is going to be is that it's going to be set like a year into the future. 
And basically the DC books at the time are going to be telling the story of how they got to that point. And yes, Dr. Manhattan will be revealed. Like it came out of Jeff John's mouth. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan is behind the whole shit. He'll be revealed. The watch behind the whole shit. And it's supposed to be like a, a Superman, uh, centric story. So Superman's supposed to be heavily involved with the story. Maybe we'll get a Superman versus Dr. Uh, Dr. Manhattan's, uh, fight. I don't know how that will go because Dr. Manhattan is like super OP. But <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, now this is the last book I want to talk about. This is this this last one. This is one I've been waiting for. Now, Eli, you said you like the Fantastic Four, right? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. Okay, yeah, kind of. Okay, so DC loves them. So what they decide they love them so much, they say imitation is the best form of flattery. So they decided to make their own version of the Fantastic Four, and they they decided to call them the Terrifics. Right. And they're being led by like their own version of the Fantastic Four. So you have Mr. Terrific, you know, like Mr. Fantastic. You got the scientific genius, so that's him. Uh, you have Mr. Terrific, the Invisible like the, Woman, the real Mr. Terrific. Yeah, you know the Mr. Terrific from the, you know the, the yeah. guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So he he's the leader of the team, scientific genius. Yeah, he's there. He doesn't stretch or anything like that, but you know he's the genius. So <laughs> yeah, you got the Invisible Chick. You got uh, and that's Phantom Girl. I think Phantom Girl is from Doom Patrol. I think I'm not really sure. I might be, or she might be from Legion of Superheroes. I don't know. Whatever. She's invisible. She's supposed to be the 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 invisible chick on the team. So that's her. Uh, so we got those two. Who's the rock guy? Who's the rock guy on the team? Oh, the rock guy is Metamorpho. I don't even know what that is. So, Metamorpho is I don't know who he is either. He's he's a guy that that does a thing. He's a rock guy, but he got like other powers too and shit. So whatever, that's the right guy. Uh, the stretchy guy, the stretchy guy, stretchy guy. is Plastic Man. Oh, well, that makes sense. You gotta yeah. have a stretchy guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they could they could have used Elongated Man. You know, either one of them. Oh, Elongated Man is gonna be on season four of uh Flash. So they talk about that, but I didn't want to get oh, into really? about that I, shit. I didn't hear yeah, yeah. He's gonna be on there. He's gonna be a detective on there. He's gonna have like plastic powers and shit. But anyway, so so that's the terrifics. So what they're planning, and it's going to be written by Jeff Lemire. Okay. So Jeff Lemire is coming back. Was that the guy that did Vision? No, that was no, that was Tom no. King. That's right. No, Jeff Lemire was doing um, Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan. That's right. So Jeff Lemire yeah. did Old Man Logan. So and this book, So apparently yeah. he has. Yeah, he stopped. I think he was doing Superman books for a while, also, but kind of left anything like that. So he's coming back to DC to write the Terrifics. You know, basically a a, a Fantastic Four ripoff that DC is doing. Well, I mean. Marvel's not using Fantastic Four anyway, so might as well rip them off, you know. Yeah. Uh, and basically, what Jeff Lemire is saying, what he's trying to do, he's trying to, basically, he's trying to recapture the feel of Stan and Jack with the Terrifics. And and I'm sorry, I don't think you can recapture the feel of Stan and Jack. And here's why, because Eli, have you ever read like those early 1960 Fantastic Four comics? Um, I'm not, I'm not probably not early. I mean, I read them when I was a kid, so. Okay. Probably Here's early my thing. 80s, throughout the 80s. That's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've read some. Well, I've like, read this, great, I, you know, I've read some like greatest hits or whatever. I mean, I probably, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my. Here's my thing. I read this shit when I was an adult. Like I read this shit like last year or some shit like that, or two years ago. Okay. I was reading this shit, the Fantastic Four, the shit Stanley and Jacker was made, in, and I came to one conclusion. Those dudes were on drugs. There is no other way around it. The, the shit they were writing, the shit they was making, they had 
trying to be high on some shit because they were just like whatever we just thought of let's just do it and put it in a book like one book dr doom kidnapped them and held them hostage and the fan had to rescue them you know or uh submarine namor you know bought a movie studio just so he could make out with uh invisible woman and beat up thing in an action scene you know some shit, stupid shit like that you know so oh, yeah. if if jeff lemire's trying to go that direction i don't know if he can i don't know if you can do stan and jack because they i don't know it's that that was some, like 60s back that book was so 60s and that's the thing about Fantastic Four. I personally, I don't think the Fantastic Four worked outside of the 60s because they are so ingrained into that area. Like everything about that book is just the 60s. So if, if Jeff Lemire can even come close to capturing that, I'm curious to see what he does. But saying you're going to recreate Stan, that's, I don't know, that's a tall order for me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can, but we'll see if they can. So that's long winded. I'm, my voice is getting hoarse. <laughs> uh, Eli, I know you had a book you want to talk about. I'll, you know what? I think I'll wait till next week because the other book I want to talk about is an advanced copy, so I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Oh, it's, you're trying to get it shut down. Gotcha. Okay. It's, Predator, it's Predator, Predator Hunters 4, but it doesn't come out till this week. And then gotcha. I so we don't want to talk about it? Or, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I'll do Aliens Dead Orbit number three along with that. So we'll have aliens okay. and predator. Okay. Now, uh, are they in the same? Like, they're made by the same company, right? Yeah, Dark Horse. Yeah. Okay. Oh, duh. I kind of figured I should know that. Uh, <laughs> are they in like the same continuity or can anything like that? Or? Uh, yeah. I mean, they've been doing this whole like last year they did the uh, the the life and death. It was like Predator, Aliens, and Prometheus. All, you know, it was like a seventeen part story. And each one had their own series. It, was, it started out with Predators, then it went to Prometheus, then it went to Aliens, then it went to Aliens versus Predator, and then it ended with Prometheus. So it went this long, and it was really cool. It actually worked. It was very over a year it took, and they, and it was really cool. So they all exist in their same universe in the comics anyway. You know, which is which is cool. 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 It sucks because like the movies, the, the new movie sucked. The new Alien movie sucked. And like, damn. But this, the, the alien comics are just so cool. You know? <laughs> like, right, like they just need to just. Di- they got a new Predator movie coming out, right? Yeah, yeah, they're going back to that. Yeah, Shane Black is supposed to make it? Uh, I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see how yeah, we'll it I, 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 we'll, we'll I, I haven't been into a Predator movie, yeah, since like the second one. You know? <laughs> I don't understand why these movie studios don't understand that just just ape the comics just just take from the comics the comics have already done this shit they already know what works they've already wrote the blueprint don't try to reinvent the wheel just take like kick ass works because they took from the comics kingsman work because they took from the comics all these superhero movies work right now because they took from the comics if you have a good predator comic just adapt it yeah fuck it who cares just adapt it that's why that's why i like aliens resurrection because it did borrow from comic book storylines. Oh, I hated that movie. Alien Resurrection? Wait, oh, Alien Resurrection. I thought you meant Alien versus Predator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are like, eh. <laughs> yeah, that, that that movie fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah, those are, eh. You can take yeah. any of those. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, but like, but like I said, guys, 
We ran through a lot of topics today. Hopefully, and we didn't even we honestly we just kind of scratched the surface on Comic Con. So definitely check out what you wanted to. We kind of gave you some nuggets to go check it out later on. Uh, if you made it this far into the podcast, please feel free to like our Facebook page, subscribe to the iTunes page. You know, show us some love, make a comment, anything like that. Kind of gets us circulating through there and things like that. So. If you made it this far, you might as well. Shit. I mean, like I said, we, so if, you, if you like the way we talk, so, you know. But until then, we will come in with some new information. And I am Leroy. This is Eli. And we will talk to you guys later. You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Because I just wrote a song about how I'm going to kick all your butts. Stop him before he starts singing. In the darkest night. Again. Uh, because I'm Batman.